I should have been saying that all along, but oh well, we're learning as we go. Um, so, as always, you can like, subscribe, share, uh, follow, anything. You can always message us, email us. Uh, if you need a prayer request, feel free to reach out to us. Instagram, you can direct message us. You can also email us at thefathersfrat at gmail.com. So, let's go ahead. Oh, let's get into the verse of the day. And this is Matthew 24, verse 10 through 13. And this is what it says. At that time, many will turn away from the faith and will betray and hate each other. And many false prophets will appear and deceive many people. Because of the increase of wickedness, the love of most will grow cold. But the one who stands firm to the end will be saved. Kind of sounds a little bit familiar in terms of what we're going through uh, with politics and and uh, everything that we're seeing in the media when it comes time for as as our world is starting to um, we uh, we hope move out of uh, out of uh, this um, this phase and we're starting to uh, in terms of like the coronavirus and the elections and. Um, a lot of these things that have become distractions to us in our everyday lives. Uh, oh, before I forget, uh, <laughs> uh, my son, he he should be back on uh, fairly soon right now. Um, part of the reason why the audio sounds a little different too is that uh, we, we are, we're moving. Uh, our, our family, we just bought a house. Uh, so we're moving uh, to uh, another city, another county. And so everything that I used to record is actually all packed up. So, but uh, that's, it, it's, it's great for us. Um, we're able to get a bigger house because we have our four boys and they definitely need a lot more space uh, than what we have now because our house easily, easily got smaller the minute all of them started moving around and running around, but um, okay, back to uh, back to what I was talking about. So, what one of the things I do want to talk about is is uh, in that verse and, and in everyday life, it talks about standing firm even when there are um, there are those that um, may either turn from their faith or may just be in the thought process of this world and and just conforming to the ways of this world. Another way you can look at it is is um, 
is being bullied. Um, so every, everybody in some way, shape, or form has some form of being bullied, uh, whether it be at school from a kid uh, to uh, at your at your job. Um, social media has, has, has had an impact on it. Uh, like cyberbullying. So I, ne- I never really, I never got into that kind of stuff because he, uh, uh, I'll be the first to admit that that actually that happened to me. I got bullied. Um, I got made fun of um, a lot. But I will have to say that it, that in some ways that it, it did help me because it it helped me. It, it prepared me to be able to recognize the the the. Um, I guess the warning signs are the kind of the symptoms of a kid that gets bullied. So, and, and your kids may go through it, um, or they may end up becoming bullies. And I'll, I'll, I'll teach you a few of the ways how you can actually learn to identify it. A lot of it tends, it stems from, um, usually bullies are created when, it, when, when kids, uh, are being bullied typically from at home. If they have an older brother and it's not addressed, usually what's going to happen is that, is that the older brother may be getting bullied from somebody or they got bullied when they were younger and they believed, okay, this kind of, this cycle kind of, this is just the, the natural cycle we live in. So now I have a little brother. There's somebody that's smaller and weaker than me. Now it's, it's okay because nobody said anything. Nobody said anything to whoever said said anything to somebody who's who's bullying me. So now I know nobody's gonna say anything to me if I bully somebody, and 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 that's not uh, that's not uh, something that uh, that's not a cycle that we want our kids to get into. Uh, we also want them to talk to us in case that is happening, because we gotta talk. We have to learn to talk to them about things in, about school other than ju- other than just um, how was your day and, and what's going on. Um, my son's very, very open with me, so I, I've talked to him. I've, um, I've even told him about my experiences. Um, so like I said before, I, I, I was bullied. I got, I got made fun of one because... Um, uh, when, growing up, I had really big teeth. I mean, it wasn't that they didn't go, they didn't go away, but, uh, as, as my teeth started to fall out because of just, um, well, they fell out, your baby teeth fall out. I had really big teeth. And so I, w- I would get made fun of. I would get called a buck tooth beaver and, and it, it didn't really bother me that the ones that bothered me were actually the the girls, the little girls that bothered me because little girls tend, they, they tend to like to create chants or they tend to like to point out flaws. Um, but in a lot of ways, what, what your kids may not know, or they, they may not, they may not realize is that, that maybe there's something that they're hearing at home when, because they're getting teased or something that at home, or if they have an older sibling or a cousin, 
that is poking fun of them, then they just kind of replicate that uh, outside the home. And but to, but to me, uh, I I tried even at a younger age, and I kept it inside. And that was wrong of me to actually keep it inside. Uh, teach your kids not to actually keep those feelings inside and talk to them about it, because. You'd be surprised at what they'll tell you if you're willing to listen when it comes to bullying. Because um, we want to try and we should try and protect our kids as much as possible. Um, so I kept that inside. And, and so for the longest time, I thought there was something wrong with me. I thought, okay, why am I made this way? Um, why was I given uh, these teeth that are bigger than <laughs> than my mouth can handle? And it, that wasn't it. It was just you hit those awkward stages of growing up where even in pictures, you'll be able to see it. But as I've gotten older, I you know, you get a little bit taller and, you, and your features change. And now <laughs> I embrace them. I actually I, I smile as much as I can. Um, and I talk to my kids about that. I say, look, you, you know, you're going to get given... Uh, you're gonna you're gonna get given something that may look like it, that you were dealt a bad hand, but in actuality you can turn it around and you can create a gift out of it. Uh, for me, I usually try to smile wherever I'm at now with with COVID and having to wear the mask. Uh, it's it's not as easily accomplishable to do, but uh, I, I either try to talk or I try to speak with a smile on my face because then at least. Through the mask, you can hear it. But what uh, what I I did what I mentioned before was that even being bullied, and I got bullied by a teacher too, which it wasn't even a teacher. She was actually a librarian, and for the longest time, and I and, and so the scenario was, and this is how it went. So uh, my friends and I, we wanted to sit on these benches that were on, were on the out just on the outside fence. Um, on a fence that was kind of parallel to where the playground was, but we wanted to sit there because I just wanted to sit there. We had to go through a gate. There was no lock on it, but we could still see inside the actual playground through the through the lake fencing. So a teacher comes up and says, um, who told you you can sit here? And so me being a kid and not being very smart about lying, I ended up telling her, Oh, a teacher over there. So I just went and I pointed over there. Not thinking that she was going to actually double check my lie. So when she came back, she, she, she ended up grabbing my face and telling me in front of my friends, why did you lie to me? And pretty much intimidated me. And on that same day, or when that was happening, my mom was actually going to the office I don't know if she was going there to update emergency contact information or something. But as scared as I was, I couldn't scream out or call my mom because I let that lady intimidate me. And I never told her until maybe about a couple of years ago that this actually happened. Because I assume that all adults are there to protect kids. Well, that wasn't the case for me. I had a teacher or a librarian that actually, that, that's considered a form of bullying or intimidation. And parents and adults do that all the time to kids because what they do, and, and, and 
and and this is my thought process is that your kids should should fear you they shouldn't they shouldn't be afraid of you and and I'll, and now what and I'll, I'll I'll clarify that is that when somebody says that somebody says that they have that they fear God it's not in that manner they're not afraid of him they they they, they respect his authority they respect who he is and what he's laying what the rules and the and the structure that he's laid out now it's not to be it's not you don't create fear in your kids so that they never come to you and that they never want to they never want to speak to you or they never want to tell you like the, these problems that go on so that's my those are my thoughts on that is is that the kids should respect you they because if in the previous in one of the previous episodes we talked about um respecting authority so but you don't want to intimidate your kids just because you're taller because eventually what happens is that as you get older then your kids may start to harbor some kind of resentment towards you and it, it, it's it's not that it's not, it's not that discipline isn't necessary, but it has to be done in the right way. But the the way that um, so let me go back to the to the story. So I harbored that I, I harbored that it happened. Uh, I ended up getting bullied in middle school, but I was always a really good athlete. I wasn't that much. I wasn't a very outspoken person growing up, but I didn't know that I was actually very athletic. And so, um, but let me go back to elementary school because my brothers and I, what we did was, was that, yeah, I wasn't the loudest kid, but I knew I was fast and I was very athletic. Then um, I remember another time where uh, I'll never forget these other brothers. They always wanted to be twins, just like, my brother and I, but they weren't, they were just a year apart. And so, um, growing up, um, cause we went through shoes left and right. So my mom started to buy shoes at Payless. One, because, um, with, with how many boys she had, uh, just like us, one, we thrash shoes and walked in the mud. We did a whole bunch of stuff like that where shoes didn't last for us in our home. So I so we got these shoes. I was very proud. I was very proud of these shoes, um, cause, just because they looked like Fila's, and I I liked them. Then this kid ended up making fun of them and saying those aren't real Fila's, and so me these shoes that I was proud of, these shoes that I that that I loved to wear. Now all of a sudden there was a flaw with them, which in my mind I'm like okay. Did did I did I do something wrong? And but that didn't stop me. So what ended up happening was that my brothers and I, um, my twin brother, we ended up um, playing him and the other, and his friend in football, and we ended up we ended up beating them really bad. And so that gave me a little bit more confidence to say, you know what, it didn't matter what shoes I was wearing to beat you guys like it really didn't it really didn't matter but the damage was done emotionally it didn't really matter what we did in that game the damage was done and later on in life you what ends up happening is that 
as time progresses and okay, you go, I go through middle school, I even got bullied in high school. And then you start to kind of doubt and figure out like what's really wrong with you. Well, there's nothing really wrong with you. There's something that somebody else sees in you that they don't like because they don't have it. And that's not your fault. It's not your fault that they didn't develop it. It's not your fault that, that they're not recognizing their full potential. When, when kids start getting into those modes of making fun of kids, it's, there's something that they're lacking. But the other thing, too, is that the other kids that did that along the way didn't realize, the, didn't realize the track record of what was happening to me because they had no idea that they were adding to what was already a growing issue for me. And for in in these kind of things with what what comes out of them is that you start to that those those you start to doubt yourself and if you don't address it then it becomes it becomes this this thing of you you can start to get depressed you can start to you can start to to um wonder like does god really love me does god really uh care about me if he's allowing all these things to happen to me well, just because bad things do happen or people say negative things about you doesn't mean he doesn't have a plan for you. doesn't mean that he's not going to use you. And as I've grown in my faith, I started to realize that. And then I talked to my kids about it um, as much as possible, but I try not to replicate it because they don't know what I went through when I was a kid. But I can identify when it is happening, though. Um, I can, I can spot it from a mile away when it comes to a kid getting bullied. Um, another example is that, uh, I, I have coached before and, and I can't remember if I've spoken about this previously, but I'm, I, 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 if I hear it when my team, where they start to talk negatively, I immediately attack it. Uh, if one of the kids ends up messing up or they don't have a good game or somebody says something negatively or, or they start to trash talk, I immediately start to address it because I know what that can turn into for that kid. Um, I've even, I've even, I've even found out that there was another kid that was getting bullied at school, but it wasn't. But the only, but. I didn't find that out. I started to see what they were doing to a few of our players. They were talking about the kid's weight. And I spoke with the mom. I asked her. I said, I think this is happening to him. You might want to get it checked out. She disregarded it a little bit. But I said, just do me a favor and just just check it out. As soon as she went, talked to him, she found out it was actually true. That he was getting bullied at school. And so... The great part about it was that even though I went through it, I can identify it with, with kids. I, I can tell if there's something that's going on. And so what was meant to hurt me actually turned out to be a, a gift that I embraced to be able to see what somebody looks like when they're when they are getting bullied, when a kid is getting actually getting bullied and getting made fun of, because I've been there. So... 
what 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 I, I try to teach uh, my oldest son is that it is I try to give him that type of knowledge. This is what it looks like. If you if somebody starts to talk about you, you can always confront them. You can always say that's not cool because mo- most kids will stop if they continue to do it. Then what ends up happening is that then you can say, look, you have an option to not be their friend, but there's also an option to to bring it up and you can talk to me. I have no problem talking to anybody's anybody's uh, parent, but and I'm not there to fight them. They're just there to kind of express my concern about it. So going back to the scripture, stand firm. Teach your kids to stand firm and who they are. They because they teach them that God made them how He made them. He He created them how He created them. He didn't even though. There might be somebody that is is gonna is gonna talk about you, or it it doesn't mean that they're right for doing it. Does not mean that they're actually correct in what they're doing. But always teach them just to show love, never show hate. So I want to thank you for listening. Uh, let me go ahead and pray us out. Uh, again, if you have any questions, always feel free to reach out. But let me go ahead and pray us out. Heavenly Father, I thank you. I thank you for this day. I thank you for always providing for me. And Lord, I thank you for making me the way that you made me. And Lord, if somebody gets something out of this message, Lord, let them know that they are loved, that they were created with a purpose, and that uh, that they were created fearfully and wonderfully. It doesn't matter how tall they are. It doesn't matter what color their eyes are. It doesn't matter about their educational background, Lord, because the gifts that you have given them is their gift alone that you have given them. You've given them that seed, Lord, and let them let them come to you to be able to find out what their gift is and let them just shine and grow and plant themselves next to the living water. Thank you. We love you. In Jesus' name, amen.